Bang. Oh, yeah. Nah, this shit is good. It can hear you. Oh, good. Because I'm comfortable as fuck. Nah, you this good to go. Good. Right there. This shit right, is definitely cool. dope. You can introduce yourself. We already started. Oh, we started? It's recording right now. Oh, so we lit. So I go by the name of OVO Rel. Um, okay. Am I like, should I plug myself? OVO Rel or SVO Rel? OVO Rel. Okay, so that's two different things. I just wanted to, I, I no, wanted yeah, to make SVO that is different. Okay. Yeah, SVO is their whole promo team. I'm OVO Rel. Okay. So, yeah. Different, different people, but I, I will say that you might be the third person to say that recently. Well, that's it's just the the letters. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's only yeah, yeah. three letters. It's they're right. close. It's the O's. Right, it's, right, you know right. what I mean? I got you. I got you. That, I just wanted to point that distinction out. Yeah. Because I was definitely about to just make that mistake. Like even when I heard you, um, previous to now, we, uh-huh. previous to this conversation that y'all are just now tuning in. Welcome to fucking One Gypsy Radio. Um. We just had like a crash course in um, <laughs> business credit law and shit like Literally. that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that was um, that was cool. Like we already was already into a certain groove. But this um conversation, you smoke weed, right? Absolutely. Okay, got a weed, got a weed. I got some edibles too, you want? Absolutely. What is this? You know what I'm saying? That's some Oreo O's. Uh, well, you don't, you don't, you don't partake. No, but I think you don't. You don't. Oh yeah, nah. She don't <laughs> smoke. Shay Nice don't do no drugs. She don't. Shay Nice don't do no drugs. So yeah. we in here. It's one Gypsy Radio. Welcome y'all to my podcast. Uh, y'all know it's all self improvement, man. We just chopping it up, trying to create dialogues that create thoughtfulness that help sponsor you to be a better you. You know what I mean? And so we here. I'm sitting here with the beautiful Shay Nice and the beautiful Sherelle Willis, or is it Will? Willis. Willis. Okay. You got it. You got Willis. It. I want to just make sure I get it right. Um, good, good. It's a pleasure to meet y'all. We're going to light these L's up. And we today are going to talk about mental fucking health. Yes. You know what yo. I'm saying? We're going to talk about mental health. And I'm pretty sure they got some interesting views. Of course. I know I have some interesting views. And we're going to ping pong it back and give y'all a good show so that y'all can have something to motherfucking talk about. You Facts. know what I mean? So. I do believe that no matter what your views on mental health is, mm-hmm. my views on mental health are, or even hers, the most important thing is to create dialogue. That, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That helps create um, understanding amongst everybody. And I think that that's really the core part of why motherfuckers ain't got no fucking mental health. Because You know what I'm saying? We don't talk about it enough. Motherfuckers don't feel understood. I mean, I feel like as, at, growing up in, in a black household, so my father is half white, half black. My mother is black. And growing up in a household with parents who never dealt with their own mental health, mm-hmm. not, not to say unfortunately, but unfortunately, it caused you know me to be a very, uh, anxious. very anxious, yeah, yeah, a very anxious child. And unfortunately, um, because I was such an anxious person, it triggered depression. So mm-hmm. people don't really understand where depression and anxiety come from. A lot of black people will tell you like, man, you fine, you just, you know what I'm saying? Like you good, you have anxiety, you're just nervous. Now I'm one of the black people that, I'm not gonna say that you, I'm not gonna discredit what you got going on, but I'm definitely one of the black people that be like, nigga, you're fine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like boss up, like I don't, you know what I'm saying? So So, let me, let me, let me run a quick exercise with you. Give some information, let's do some exercises, all of that. Let me do a real quick exercise with you. Ooh, I like smart people. Oh, I'm smart, yay. Come on. So, me and my homeboy, we went to uh, the Biggie together. Okay. Real simple thing, right? So, we are at MGM. We are waiting for the bus to arrive to pick us up and take us to MGM. 
not to think it's MGM, to take us to the Big E. Okay. Now, I asked him, I said, he said, damn, where's this bus? And I was like, do you have, are you anxious about it? <clears throat> he said, nah, but are you? And I'm like, yo, I'm literally about to have a panic attack. Okay. And he's like, why? And I was like, because the bus is taking way too long. I don't know who's going to be on the bus when I get there. I don't know how many people are going to be on the bus. I don't know if I'm going to have a place to sit when I get on the bus. And he's like, yo, you're really thinking about all of that? And I'm like, absolutely. And at that moment, I understood that people really don't think like me. Now, pause. Because I, can, can I interject? Yeah, I want, I want to interject right now go because ahead. I want to say this is very, I sat down knowing that. I sat down with a, you know what I'm saying, with the presumption that, yo, I'm going to sit down. Yo, she going to be on that. Have sympathy for motherfuckers with, nah. with, with mental health. And I'm going to be on that. Man, that shit ain't even real. Nigga, <laughs> boss up shit. But the reality is you really just touched on something that I want to elaborate on. Because yeah. my nigga, I think exactly like you. Yeah. I've always thought exactly like you. And it triggered in me a lot of the same depressions. All the side of third. But now that I'm... Above them, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I'm above these. I'm not saying I'm above having like a panic attack right. or nothing like that because that's that's something that you can't control yeah. when it occurred. Mm-hmm. But what I did do was accept the cognitive dissonance of life. Somewhere along this, mm-hmm. I do feel like we were programmed to be afraid of life. Absolutely. In the sense of like everything you just named, like that was like you ran through all, like six negative possibilities. Yeah. Like six. Like your brain is trained to be able to rattle those off but do really you see fucking why? fast. It's because of my, it, it, like I said, Hell I love yeah. my parents, but it's because of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that your upbringing has so much to do with who you are and how you are molded as a person. The first seven years of your life is when that, exactly. that uh, beta programming is, is kicking in. So if you have dysfunction in the home, like they say, um, for instance, like uh, uh, a lot of people that were like sexually abused. Yep. It results in bipolarism. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be looking around and I'll be like, this bitch bipolar as hell. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. uncle been fucking you since you was like 12. And you know what's crazy? You know that what shit happens. It does. It, and that's it's very real, real shit. Now, so here's the thing. This is what I want to create the dialogue about. Talk to me. Once you, once you can recognize it, because at this point, it's becoming so commonplace that I feel like the talk about being solution oriented is somewhat taboo. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. at this point, everyone wants to identify. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the me. Too, it's, it's like a real me too. Ah, like where there's you. clearly like I there's there's you. levels to this, my nigga. And you know, like if you really went through depression, like you, I heard you. No, not I even to like you. give you a business, but I heard you talking about your distaste for wanting to work and how it had you feeling this yeah. shit. So if you, I'll never discredit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The realness of an individual. I'll never discredit that because that right. came from somewhere very real. Absolutely. Now the question is, what to be done about it? Right. And I feel like no, and that's clear. This is an exaggeration when I say nobody. Nah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I feel like largely nobody wants the solutions. Right. People just want the attention from identifying with the problem. Right. So when we get on social media, yep. yo, you can get on social media right now. If you make a status that says, I want to kill myself or some shit like that, right? There will be a bunch of, you know, people will feed in, chime in, what's wrong? And everybody will want to know what's Mm-hmm. wrong you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but if you made the same status like your last week i wanted to kill myself but this week i want to i don't know anything positive yeah you're gonna get no fucking engagement none you're, you're gonna, gonna get no engagement because like, it's like yo like but why what is it in us that makes us at this because at this point we can all identify it everybody identifies the pain 
It ain't like people are depressed and don't know that they're depressed anymore. We're in America. Nah. It's enough. I think, unfortunately, there are so many people who are depressed and don't you know. You think so? What? I think they all know and just front. Nah. It, they don't. So, let me tell you. Um, unfor- Not, I won't say unfortunately, because, so, you, let me kick back to what you had said about what are we now going to do about it. Yeah, that's, right? that's where I'm at. So, here's, here's where I'm at. And here's where, here's what I've done about it. Right? So... Um, Free game. In the last year, um, last year and a half, I had lost my cousin who was 27 years old to breast cancer, um, who was like my sister. Spoke to her on the phone every single day. She left left, left behind four children. Um, again, 27 years old to breast cancer. Um, I lose my aunt out of nowhere. Literally was at her house the night before. The next morning, I no longer have my aunt on my side. Um, both my parents had strokes this year. Mentally, my sister had a baby very early. Baby is still in the hospital. The things that I have went through this last year had to like, had to make me or break me. This last year of my life, I was literally either going to be dead and this is going to be a trigger, and I do say this because I've learned how to do this. This next part might be a trigger. But I was literally at a point where I was going to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Or... I have contemplated suicide in my life. I don't want people to think that it's like yeah. not a thing. I think that everyone... And I was in a place in my life where different. I was like, I'm either going to stop myself from feeling this way. <clears throat> or I'm going to stop myself from feeling this way. By checking myself into somewhere that's going to help me. Because I have too much shit to live for. Mm-hmm. And I had to really realize, like, the hurt that I just went through by losing two people that were extremely close to me. I couldn't do that to the people who love me. One thing about me is I'm very weird. <laughs> like, I'm super weird. The best people. of us are. I'm super fucking weird. And you know what has helped me the most? Kanye West coming out about his bipolar. Mm. Mariah Carey coming out about her bipolar. So you don't feel alone in there? I don't feel alone. Not that I have bipolar disorder, but I have been diagnosed with... Um, and yo, you about to... Uh, so I put out my own video, and I'm about to give you game right now. So, Come on. Um, for those who don't know that I have been diagnosed with um, severe anxiety um, and depression, but um, there are other aspects to uh, those diagnoses that I do go through. A lot of people don't even believe in diagnosis, but when you sit down, let me tell you. Um, but I've also I have been diagnosed. I understand. Okay. I feel, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. Go ahead. So I've also been diagnosed with like insomnia, something called PMDD, um, something called agoraphobia, or agoraphobia, however they see it, um, PTSD, trauma. Like it's mm. it's a list. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, when I had to really realize that. I have something to live for. I was like, yo, how am I now going to make sure that I live? And I had to really think about how I wanted to now live my new life because I had to literally kill that old person that I was and literally be reborn. Like Shay's mom just said, yo, like I had to literally be reborn and really. I agree. I think agree. differently because I, I thought one way for 30 fucking years. Yeah. You have and to so, kill and, that. And mindset. not only did you have to kill it, you have to kill it every day. 
every fucking that's day. That's what I think people don't get. Yeah, you know what I'm because saying? I deal with these things every day. Depression and anxiety mm. is not something I can fix. Yeah, I take medication, but that's not going to fix me. And people don't even understand like the side effects of, of medication. I'm saying two-thirds of medication is placebo effect anyway. So True. It, if it helps you, it helps you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if it doesn't, it, it doesn't. doesn't. You know what I'm saying? And so and there are people that have been diagnosed, they receive the medicine, they're like, yo, this shit ain't yeah. working, my yeah. nigga. I'm still feeling, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, how I'm feeling. And that's literally because of the strength of the mind. Yeah. But I wanted to get into, like, I wanted to really make the point of, I think that we have to draw, like, a line in the sand. And, you know what I'm saying, forgive me, because this may be triggering, you know what I'm saying, no. to, to, to say this. But, because I don't, I don't mean it in an insensitive way, but we have to separate the strong from the weak. You're mm-hmm. still here because you're strong. Yeah. In your moments of weakness, you didn't quit on yourself. Yeah. It felt like that because you were in the experience. Whenever you look back at any depressive episode that you've ever had, mm-hmm. you won. Very true. You're still here. And I think that that's what we don't like give ourselves the credit for. I myself don't it, ever. And, and you have to because what that does is it gives you more to stand on. Yeah. Each time you can say to yourself, yo, you know what? Nah, nah. I beat this shit. So when you have those same thoughts, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know if that's what the agoraphobia is or whatever. Um, but I know what you yeah. mean by just thinking the worst all the time. Like, like what? you, you can very easily visualize the worst next thing. I do it constantly. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you something that I just had a conversation with my therapist with. Um, so I do see a therapist. Um, I go to therapy every Wednesday, six thirty faithfully. I don't care if I have. A radio show, an improv show, I don't care what I'm doing. I literally shut down everything and make sure that in my schedule, I do not miss a therapy appointment. Have I missed them? Of course, but I try not to. But in my last session, I had talked to her about um, just like letting go of shit. Just, I don't even know how we got in this conversation at this point. I'm high as fuck. Um, That's some good ass weed. But I mean, yeah, like... Now that I have a therapist, man, she just opened my eyes to so much because, oh, this is where we got to it. So as a person who lives thinking that the worst is going to happen here, let me break down to you how how intense it is for me, Mm -hmm. right? Because I just gave you a scale of me and my friend, right? Mm -hmm. So I can give you kind of an idea. Some kind of context, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's another way. How you just mentioned how you feel um, anxious all the time, waiting for the worst thing to happen, right? Many times in my life, Till this day, up till this day, this morning it happened to me. If I'm in a good space and I'm happy, uh, my mind starts to run through a checklist of things that I need to be stressed out about. So I'll be like, yo, I'm so excited to go to this baby, podcast this morning. Like, yo, I just stopped doing my radio show, so I haven't been doing my radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I'm excited to do a podcast right. this morning. Like, this is what I love to do. So I felt good when I woke up, right? <laughs> But automatically, what did I do? I'm like, yo, what if I get there before him and he not there and shake, he answer the door? And, or what if he comes and he don't really like my personality? And he'd be like, yo, I don't even want to do this shit with her. Like, who she thinks she is? Like, my mind literally goes from being okay to panicking because I find a reason to panic. And it's because I can't help but always prepare for the fucking worst of my life. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm here. You've been itching to say something. I'm a couple years your senior. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a few years older than you. Yeah. 
And I'm sitting over here and I'm smiling this way because I'm hearing you express a very, very similar way that I'm be- I'm very familiar with that thought pattern. You know really? what I'm saying? In that pro- in that form of programming. Hell the fuck yeah. But you know what I'm very familiar. Is familiar. people telling me that. And yo, and this is what I'm about to tell people you now. telling me that. Here's I don't claim to have the answers for nobody else except myself. Facts. But I know for me being like a very like and that should have lead you down all kind of personality fucking uh uh uh, uh crisis. You know what I'm saying? What? You'll have all kind of those that sort of shit going on. And what helped me was the understanding, and this is why I tell you, you got to give yourself your credit because the, the more times that it happens, the more stronger it becomes. Mm-hmm. And that's knowing that, yo, it really don't fucking matter. Furthermore, you're ahead of the curve. You have the capacity. This is a, what you're viewing as like, yo, this is like my burden. This is your fucking gift. Mm-hmm. You're, we can, all three of us, walk into the same room into any, whatever the circumstance may be, you can give any circumstance that you like to the situation, mm-hmm. your brain observes, absorbs all the information and calculates, analyzes, and gives you every different fucking way that it could go left. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm saying all that to you to say, when you train your brain and program that shit, my nigga, mm-hmm. to do the opposite, mm-hmm. what starts to happen is the, the 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 manifestations in those realms? Cause you know, just like I know, you done seen some shit, man. This shit could go this way, and you see it clear as fuck. Let time take care of itself, yeah. and then it comes to pass. You've also seen it happen in good ways, but in it's way more sporadic and way less consistent. Way less. But that's consistent. because your thought is closer to this end of the spectrum on a regular fucking yep. basis. I'm thinking that things that are coming to me are in a negative light because that's how I perceive it before it even happens. So but let me tell you something. But it's not happening to you. It's all happening through you. Through me. So I have the worst stage fright. Sounds crazy, right? Because I do radio. I could talk on the mic all day long. But for some reason, having attention on me with everyone looking at me, I'm always like, is my hair okay? Is my makeup all right? Am I standing up straight? Do I look like I'm slouching? Like, yo, literally, I'm running through a checklist whenever I'm in front of a group of people. I did it to you as I was sitting here when you sat down. Mm-hmm. Something you probably would never even think that I would do because who does that, right? I think about that sort of shit. See, but not like, everybody like, does. What you, just, what you just described about stage fright, I have extreme uh, attention in it. Acceptance issues. And, acceptance and, 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 you issues, know what I'm right? So it's like that, that you, you know, ever, even since being like a little kid and having to give like an Easter speech on Sunday. Hate it. Even though I excelled at that sort of shit. Yep. This is what I'm discovering is, and that's what yep. I'm telling you, that what you have is a superpower because you have the ability to <coughs> give yourself all of that information and context mm-hmm. and then say, well, the actor smart enough to know yeah. that the likelihood, the percentages of those all things that you just <coughs> imagine are very low. Yep. And so now you can go into it, and the craziest thing is anytime I've performed doing anything, that's even this, I get nervous every time beforehand, but guess what? I love it because as soon as I'm out, there's no worst you can do to me. I'm going to be my worst critic about it all. So once I I start speaking, the fear is over. I'm I'm in the mode of execution now. You know what I'm saying? And once you're in the mode of execution and you carry that into like, your life being, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you stop having the thoughts. Right. You just Still deal with way. them differently. Deal with them differently because you, know you, and this is what I try to explain to people. I'm like, I all, and I find myself apologizing to people now for 
being open-minded and it bothers me now and I, so here's an example like my friend will call me with a situation and I'll tell her like here here's here's my thought on it I don't think that you should be so negative about it off rip Fuck that. She want a soldier. She calling you to be like, bitch, let's ride. Right. Let's go bust out but, that nigga shit. But it's you not know? always the best thing to do. Of course not. You know what I'm saying? But older, when I was 20 years this. old, right. I was out here fighting over dudes. Right. I'm out here not can't. I'm out here getting restraining orders put on me because I'm fighting girls when I see them. Like, reckless was another word for what I was from 16 to 21. But you know why? It's because I didn't know who I was. Like, I looked for acceptance. Just not ever. I don't know. I've always looked for acceptance. I looked for acceptance my whole life. Because I was all, I never lived anywhere for more than two years. Ever. I went to 12 schools. Really? Yes. I never lived anywhere. So, by the time I was, like, between, like, 16 and 19, mm-hmm. I was having crazy identity crisis. I wanted to be what... I thought everybody else wanted me to be, mm. but everybody wants me to be something different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to be the embodiment of the extreme of any spectrum mm. that I'm placing myself into right. to try to uh, 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 ingratiate like myself yeah. into these people to get yep. some form of like love. And this Except is what I'm telling yeah. people. Like, even yo, if you depressed, my nigga, point blank period. Here's the, the the best free game of this whole shit from me. If you're depressed, the number one way out of it is gratitude. Be thankful. Yep. Focus on what you're thankful. What you focus on grows. Mm. You focus on your depression, that should grow. Focus on what you're thankful for, and that'll grow. Then get you a fucking therapist, because yep. you got to get out of the depression. You got to immediately. Now, while he's sipping that drink, let me tell you something, too. It's got alcohol in it? Okay. <laughs> I met a life coach, right? So, we went to, like, this little women empowerment thing. We all got these crowns when we walked in. We just felt like That's strong dope. women. Yeah, right? So, there was a Spanish guy there, Jeremy Rodriguez. Shout out to him. Um, he's a very, very good life coach um, from the area. Now, he taught me something that day that I've done from this point on. Um... It was to help me start off with changing my mind and my thought process mm. when it happens. Positive thought. Immediately, you Immediately, have to. right? So here's you my thing. As soon as I wake up in the morning is when it starts, right? Of course. So once you can identify that that is where your anxiety is the most and that is where you start to trigger mm-hmm. all of these bad ideas, that's where you focus, right? So first thing I do when I wake up in the morning... I don't even bring my phone upstairs to use the bathroom. Why? Because when you get on the toilet, you start going through your phone. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I leave my phone downstairs. I do what I got to do upstairs. I come back. Plus, when you first wake up, let me jump in. Got don't it. lose your space. Mm-hmm. You're in a certain wavelength. Yeah. You're still your like a brain, train. Yeah. Your brain is still in trance mode. So yep. the first thing you ingest is very important. I ain't talking yep. about food. I'm talking about what you watch. If yep. you open your phone and immediately, uh-huh. and there's there's. Static friction. Yep. There's controversial views, images, phrases, negative negativity. Yep. People's depression on Facebook. Yo, don't open your Facebook for 20 minutes. And Before you go to I bed. promise you'll Yo. have a better day. So here's what I do to help me sleep. Like I listen to the sound of rain. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to like Major. motivational 
um, affirmations while I am asleep, mm-hmm. which probably sounds weird to a lot of no, people. No, it doesn't. But I listen to positive affirmations because your brain is literally soaking up stuff while you sleep. And if you think you don't, then I don't know. I'm not going to argue with you. But no, here's yeah. to jump in. I, I agree 100%. Look your at you. You thought we was going to be. And I thought we was going to be at odds. See? Look at this. Look but at this. your brain absorbs shit while you're asleep. Yeah. This is why you should turn your TV off. Or but it's also, you know what I'm saying, listen, affirmation. but a lot of people, you, you're going to go to sleep to bullshit. Oh, television is mostly programming, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's it's largely negative programming mm-hmm. to keep you watching more programming. You know what I'm saying? So if you go to sleep to it, it's a partially programming you, but it's also about your environment. Yeah. That's how you can explain, like, yo, you can't get, some motherfuckers can't get no peace because it's their environment. Yeah, it's oh my god, It's literally their environment. You I've always saying? been the type of person who can't sleep comfortably at someone else's house because it's not my space. And I've always been the type of person that can't sleep comfortably because I've never had a space. Mm. Wow. This is why I'm telling you, I identify with a lot of you with what you're saying because. But I've it's like been in, in different space. ways, but it's That's still the same way. experience yeah. that we're having. And so we've had like this. We could stop right here, and this would be great. Niggas gave us our. Nah, but we about to dig deep because now let's go. I'm ready. Out. This we're is really about to get into. What's really wrong? How long is the podcast? Um, my shits are usually, the burning builds are usually about 30 minutes. I might burn with somebody. Um, some of them have eclipsed like an hour. I oh. know that. I, I got to watch my timestamp though. Um, That's what I'm saying. We're not at a half hour yet, but once we get to an hour, I have to stop and then restart. Gotcha. But I figured that this one might go even, because I, I, I anticipated us to be at odds, but even though I didn't know you personally, mm-hmm. I already had a pre-existing respect for your intellect. And so I knew that this might be something that went for like two hours. Really? Because, yes. Why? I, that was my 100%. Th- I'm like, yo, because I'm going to be like, you got to boss up off that shit. And she's going to be like, you got to get help. You know what I'm saying? And I, But I knew that you were smart enough to be able to articulate right, right, right. all the reasons. So when you had your responses to my responses, I knew that they wouldn't be like short-winded. Or I knew, I that, you, that. I knew that my intelligence in expressing my viewpoint mm-hmm. wouldn't deter your viewpoint at all. Right, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I knew that this would be a good conversation. Absolutely. But, Man, most of y'all motherfuckers is depressed because y'all don't eat right. Y'all don't drink water. Yep. And y'all think too much about the past. Mm-hmm. Depressed people focus on the past. Anxious people focusing on the future. Mm-hmm. The goal is really to be present. present. You know In what the saying? moment. To be present. Ground. You can use the past as context yeah. for what potentially may or may not be. But ultimately, the past should all be proof. That you're still God to the situation because right. you're supreme over all your over and all it's your like, memories. Think about it's how like normal that is. Those are memories that you have. And a lot of us who have been through trauma, such as myself, we block out a lot of memories as well. I don't know if anybody can identify with that, but of course, when you have gone through certain traumas, you you literally block it out. You don't. You know, you have no memory of it. You, it feels like a dream almost. Well, I don't happened. know. I, I would say I, I don't think... Hmm, I have a tension. I don't think I've blocked out any memories like that. Like, I, I think like... Um, so you think you've attempted it, but not necessarily done it on purpose? I don't think... Yeah, I think I've purpose. attempted it. At one point in my life, I was, I was very focused on not having those memories. But then now yep. it's like... I, I clearly my viewpoint has changed. I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm a person that battles with depression anymore. I feel really? like I'm a person that, um, to be honest, I feel like I whip depression's ass. Okay. To be honest, the only thing I ever feel like I get sad about now is my inability to bring others up to speed to where I feel like mm. I am emotionally. I like that. And sometimes I have that inability and sometimes it comes off as like, you know, it, it'll come off as overbearing. If you're, if you are where someone is not, 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo, you can be here. Just make your mind up. Right. And they're rooted in where they're not. And it doesn't. You have to do the uprooting first. And this is why I said, yo, we, we can dig deep into the conversations mm-hmm. and have the real talks. Because all of this shit is stemming from childhood trauma. Absolutely. But we're all adults now. Absolutely. We're so not it's a poor excuse. Yeah. It's a poor excuse to not perform. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And we all, clearly, for lack of a better, you know what I'm saying, way of expressing it, mm-hmm. we all, everyone, everyone listening to this, you know you could be doing better. Absolutely. You know you could be doing much fucking better. No one in every is aspect happy in their Yeah, that's what I'm life. saying. And so in every aspect, but the goal is to not let that set you against right. yourself. Exactly. Which is what it used to, I know for me it used to do that. You know what I'm saying? In what way though? Like um I need examples. It may be, okay, to okay, so to give you a good example is in my earlier years mm-hmm. in dealing with like depression and anxiety and everything else, I would place the power of my life in the hands of others. Very easily. Like I would take um mm-hmm. a backseat to my own story. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone listening to this, you have your own story. You was born for a reason. Like, you beat out all those other sperms for a reason. Like, you're here. Your soul is here. You have one. You're supposed to be doing something Mm -hmm. at that point in time to, like, eliminate the anxiety and the depression and all the the, the mental illnesses that I had as a child. I would just give the power to something else. I would just become in alignment. Yo, I'm, I'm 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 this big homie's little homie now. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, I ride around with him every day doing, you know what I'm saying, being his sidekick. Or, um, you know what I mean? Like, that, I think that's where, like, gang culture gets its power from. You and know what I'm saying? And this is why I went Mental earlier, health. that's what I thought about. Because remember when you said earlier, you had mentioned um, wanting to be accepted, right? So if you're a young child, right? You're a young black male. You don't. You're a young black male. Ain't no black male in the home, nigga. Your mom might be on drugs or if she ain't you. on drugs. She probably Thank working you. two jobs, I, so you don't see her right. anyway. Right, and You're I don't know how to say that because love. that's not what I grew up with. But I have an understanding of it exactly. First of all, nobody's getting hugged enough. None of you are At getting hugged all. enough. That's why when you see me, I'm a huggy ass motherfucker because <laughs> I know what the energy exchange does for the body. Oh my you know god, what I'm saying? absolutely. That is the reason why when you have a baby, that motherfucker wants to be all, all over you. you. It's Duh. a reason. It's, it's absorbing your energy, yep. literally. You're always emitting the energy. And even if you're a shitty fucking person, even if you're a crack smoking, uh, drugs, whatever, yep. it don't matter. The baby still wants to be all over you because that's where the baby come from. Yep. You know what I mean? And so it wants to be a part of that energy. Now, so if people don't believe in energy, it bothers me. When people don't believe in energy, it's hard to have conversations about things like mental I can't like have conversation with people who, doesn't, who, what, who no. doesn't believe in like energies. Do you sage? Huh? Do you say Of course. Smudge? Okay, so like there's people... I've been doing who, that shit for years before it became popular. Exactly, but there are people who really think that like I'm tripping because of it. Nah. Like, Sherelle, really? You think that moving, moving smoke around... In, in our age group? It's people in our age group you're talking about or are you talking about old people? Yeah, I mean, it's people in our age group. People in our age group, tell them Nipsey do it. Oh yeah, tell, tell Nipsey, Nipsey do it. See tell what I'm Nipsey saying? But you say Nipsey do it, That's and now all of a sudden it's cool. That's the answer. Just tell Nipsey do it. You and know then what they'll I'm do it. it. Don't it don't even matter that they're too dumb to understand. Yo, everything. This this is the beauty of us having these. Um, and I don't want to say beauty because that sounds crazy to make it sound like it's beautiful that young killed. But like, when exceptional people are martyred, mm. normal people can then accept mm-hmm. them. He wasn't accepted before he was fucking martyred. And, and I I say that all the time. I'm pissed at myself. 
for not giving Nipsey no one knew. a chance. That's why I love when my memories come up. I be sharing Nipsey shit from 2011 proudly. Like, yo, yeah. yeah. And I'm so <laughs> jealous of you right now because yeah. I can't do that because I didn't give him a chance. But here, right now, in well, life. You didn't have the proper exposure to it. I, I had the exposure to it in a way like I just said. How I just said, now that he's popular, it, it's sage. It's just all about the proper exposure. Mm-hmm. You telling somebody that you say they're like, bitch, you're depressed too. You right. have to answer. You know what I'm saying? But you're like, yo, Nipsey, he was like, he's like a god to us now. He's deified. So whatever he did is accepted. Whereas, for instance, when I got put on to Nipsey Hussle, mm-hmm. it was by a fellow uh, 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 nigga in the streets at the time when I was really trying to be like a hustler. And he was more successful than me at the time. So he was like, yo, we listen to this. This is what niggas listening to out west, nigga. Anything he was saying to me as far as like what music was coming through was God to me. Mm-hmm. So I got put onto it with an open mind. Whereas like I would run around and try to like play it for other people. And they, yeah. he's not popular. So they just, they don't have the open mind mm-hmm. and they didn't have the same introduction. And I think that that's what it's really about. A lot of times that introduction, no one knows how to introduce the topic or the conversation of mental health without instantly becoming triggered themselves. Which a lot of times shuts down the conversation. Or instantly you know or instantly feels they're going to be judged once they do it. Right. And because that's the thing too. Nobody wants to be judged. But the ultimate thing going on is unless you're in a court of law being judged for an act of crime. Yo, nobody can judge you. But you. Literally. Anything else is just an opinion. And it's that's why the first thing that I did when I opened up my... Um, when I started my YouTube account, the first... Video and the only video I have on my YouTube account at this very moment get drunk, start talking crazy. <laughs> is my video on my mental health, like my video on coming out about anxiety and depression. That's the only video right now on my YouTube. That's what I wanted to set the tone with. I always have anxiety. You want to know something cool? Ask, and there's a lot of them, uh, yeah. unfortunately. Ask any girl that's ever, know. ask any girl that's ever romantically even liked me. We, it's not even a necessity that we have been intimate. Ask any girl that's ever romantically liked me how it felt when I hugged her. And she'll be like, that nigga heart was beating out of his motherfucking chest. Because I literally live in that state. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm attempting to tell. And I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. I'm not the leading authority on, you know what I'm saying, psychology and life. But mm-hmm. I am very into psychology. I do do my studies. And so I believe that living in this state is kind of like what makes me mm-hmm. exceptional. Because all that anxiety, all that depression, all that... Man, that's just passionate energy you don't know what to do with. Literally. If you could do something else with it, it would be being executed in a way that would then thrust you into a state of being Mm -hmm. that not only would you know, you I ain't depressed when I'm dancing or when I'm singing or when I'm rapping or when I'm writing or when I'm playing ball. I'm not depressed when I'm doing none of that shit. It ain't until after the game that I'm like, yo, oh man, I'm in the NBA, but I'm doing Kyrie Irving and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's because like, yo, you lack edification outside of being active. Yeah. So I tell, first of all, I tell people, yo, depressed, exercise, things like that. Yep. But in the conversation I wanted to have, because I knew you were smart, and us getting into the, <laughs> the deeper levels of it, those are just, you know, cures for you to not fucking kill yourself. Yeah. Exercise, journal, mm-hmm. do, ex- you know what I'm saying, things outside of self physically yeah. to put you in a certain state of being. Now, in the analysis of such, Man, maybe I'm just an anxious motherfucker because that's what's supposed to be. I ain't supposed to be no bitch about it, though. Mm -hmm. What that does is it brings out the courage in every situation where I used to get anxious and instantly, yo, I don't like to put myself in anxiety-driven positions because 
then my fight or flight kicks in really yep. hard. My sense of I never want to be embarrassed publicly ever. Yep. It, ask some people who's known me for like 10, 15 years. They'll tell you, yo, just don't embarrass him because he's going to do something immediately. He won't be able to live with it. He's going to do something immediately. Whereas now, no, nigga, I still get the same anxiety that lets me pinpoint the situation before they become situations. I usually can diverge, you know what I'm saying, and go a different route so it doesn't have to happen. But even when I'm placed in the same situations that would make me act instantly uh-huh. before, now I don't even act instantly <coughs> because I literally view all of this shit differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're, bro, you're in a further state than I am in my healing. I can say that. Like, you sound like you're very further I'm very along. accepting of some fucked up shit. And that might not be the most healthy thing. I don't know. I don't well, know because I don't feel like I'm done healing. I think that this is a never-ending like process. journey and process yeah. for us all. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing, and here's where I am so happy that I have a therapist because I love my therapist. I oh, I love my therapist. <laughs> I have a hard time with deciphering if what I'm thinking is the right way to be thinking. Mm, now right? that's something so that now I wrestle with. So now you know how you with. just said this is what triggered it for me when you just said I don't know if that's a, if that's right or wrong, right? Because you have to let go of some. Fucked up situations yes. in your life. Yes. My biggest issue right now in my life is accepting that people are going to be who they are and that I can't change them. And that... That is something that's hard to learn. I spent a lot of my 20s learning that. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm starting that shit at my 30s. So imagine how much harder it is for me. And these are people that are... These are not... Well, the world is very cruel people. to me very young. So very young, I became okay with the nature of people. And that was a spin on my mental health in a, in a negative way because I then let myself be subjected to just mad shit that I would not have been subjected to had I not been okay with just the nature of people. But, what I, and me being okay with the nature of people by the time elementary was over, right. now that I'm in uh, adulthood, I see that this is what most people are battling. Yo, I can't believe they would do this. Yo, I can't believe they would do that. Yo, I can't believe... Yo, nigga, as a kid, I watched my mom consistently choose drugs over her children. I don't put anything past anyone, mm-hmm. especially not anyone that does drugs or drinks. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't put now, nothing past you. Can I ask you something? Talk to me. As You can ask me anything. So I feel like, okay, this is going to sound weird, and I always say weird stuff like this. People probably know that. But I feel like energy-wise, like you might, like you're like the guy version of me in a lot of different ways. I could probably agree to that. Right? <laughs> you're better looking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so as, as, a woman mm-hmm. and as a man who have experienced a lot of similar uh, feelings right mm-hmm. do you think that because I'm a woman I might have experienced them a little bit differently than you I think because you're a woman you probably experienced them way more fucking intensely than me way more and also being that you're sitting across from me I'm not restricting what you experienced to my experience. Now, that's something that, like, me and KJ, we talked about in our podcast, because mm-hmm. I was just really high when we did our podcast. Oh, and yeah, my apologies to anyone that I offended. Um, <sighs> but he he definitely was pointing out, like, yo, bro, you gotta keep in mind, everybody's experience ain't your experience. Right. So, we all know pain in concept. Mm. None of us know pain in depth. Right. There's no way I can know the depth of your pain. There's Never. no way that you can know the depth of my pain. We just know pain in concept. Oh, it's what hurts. But how this much? Is also, how you can get cut and you yeah. can get shot. You can get burned. You can uh-huh. get, you know what I'm saying? And so there's no different way. There's no way. We could never know each other's pain. There's no way to do it. The closest you come to that is when you just express it in therapy 
You know what I'm saying? And they give you the psychoanalysis of why you even came to this thought after certain actions occurred. Because it's really all boiling down to natural responses. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever done the group therapy? Um, no, I've never done it. I think you would fucking thrive in group therapy. I probably would, man. I think I, I not, think, oh, not I think in a group therapy situation, I would help make a lot of people comfortable. And that you just made Be- me extremely comfortable. Right. I don't even do this. Like, so you see how my body language has changed? Mm-hmm. I've watched you shift. So I've watched my, you go from being I've watched you go from yep. protecting yourself, which if you ever see so, if you ever yep. have all right, some free game. If you're having a conversation with somebody and they then begin to cross their arms and shit like that, they're protecting themselves from your ideas and your energy or yeah. any of that. So I've definitely watched you go from being a ball, uh-huh. ball you know what I'm saying, like literally yeah. balled up like this, balled up. you know what I'm saying, to like, now your body language is more similar to mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like lounging, But because you know how I said up, before, you know the anxiety, mm-hmm. like sometimes I have anxiety and I don't realize it and it's expressed through my body language. I'm trying to work on that now. So I felt like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm high. I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. But I still, my body was still tense. But I feel like a thousand percent relaxed now. It could be this edible. The fact yeah. that we're smoking. <laughs> the fact yeah. that I combined them both. It I does. don't fucking it know. Could, it could be a, a mixture of all of that shit. But, but fuck it. Honest, either way, it worked. You know we're, yeah, we're comfortable. <laughs> we're comfortable. And the now. craziest thing is, we're comfortable. But you want to know what's wild is to mimic your thought. My whole anxiety is, oh, shit. What's going to happen about when once this gets released? You know what I'm saying? Like, my whole, anytime I podcast, I have the craziest anxiety because I'm committed to, like, radical honesty during these podcasts. And mm. what the fuck am I going to do it for? But I know that, yo, I may express myself in a way that's going to make someone be like, yo, why'd you say this? Or why'd you say that? Okay. And, then I, and then I deal into what is my ultimate fear of life. Because at this point, yo, I've done so much that I never thought that I would. And been able to get like so much love that I never even thought that I deserved. Mm-hmm. That I've on numerous occasions been like, y'all can die right now, and and it's all good. Yeah. Now in that, I know that I'm not supposed to yet. That's why I'm still here. But me being here is like knowing like all of this is like afterlife to me. Mm. Everything going on right now is like the afterlife to me. So this is like, yo, okay, fucked up shit happens. Okay, I'm still gonna have these fucked up thoughts. Okay, I still have anxiety, but it's all good. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. My biggest battle currently is how to deal with the energies that are around me. Mm. Because it's the energies that are around me that are projecting onto me. And that's where the overload comes if I you're an empath. That shit was re- Yo, I'm about that's to, where I'm the about overload to, comes Did if I say you're that already? Empath. No, you didn't. We didn't use that I word didn't say the word empath. We didn't use this word yet in this Shut conversation. Shut the fuck up. Yet in this conversation. We've been Shut the, the fuck up. But I know that you up. are. And so this is what I'm telling you. This is where the overload comes from. Nigga, everything that you expressed. The fuck Everything here, that you expressed that set you into a bad space in the last year was all shit that had nothing to do with you. Yeah, Nothing. So this is energy. You're but not you just see feeling the energy of your own thoughts, nigga. You're absorbing it. Nigga, I know this. I <laughs> had a conversation with my therapist on Thursday. Of, I mean, knew, on Wednesday. Would be good on Wednesday, I asked my therapist. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, well, I'm about to ask you a question. She said, Sherelle, what? <laughs> I said, I think that I'm an empath. And she said, all right, why? I said, okay, so, all right. A lot of people know that I'm obsessed with Summer Walker. Right, mm-hmm. Summer Walker recently came out and said she's an empath. I was very insensitive to Summer Walker. I, I bet I you were right, but so here's the thing. You and I bet hug that motherfucker. And for $20. I, bet, I don't give a fuck if you didn't tell him. Go stage after. A lot of people think that I I think that I'm an empath now because 
this person I love is an empath as well. No, mm -hmm. that's not why. Here's why. It's because I study people. Mm -hmm. I like to understand why people feel the way that they are feeling. Why? Because I'm now doing that within myself and I'm learning more about myself. So I feel like if I can do that with other people, I can learn more about that person as a whole. It was always a part of your overthinking too. That's a way of analyzing the situation. I have to think about how you feel, what you're gonna do, what you're gonna say, how whatever's right. going on is gonna impact you. And, and it's all probably this sort of shit because some other you're currently within my realm of experience. You're a threat. I have to watch. Yes. I have to be I have to be alert. I have to know, okay, you're feeling sad. I better emulate you feeling sad too. Or else you may feel like that you're insensitive. Yeah. I mean that I'm insensitive because I'm still happy and you're sad and now me Yo. being happy in the presence of you being sad, you can only know what you are in the presence of what you are not. So you're gonna be more upset yep. because now you're recognizing you're sad, which ain't gonna do nothing but make you fucking uh 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 uh, uh resentful. Now and Think at all odds, I have to stay away from you being resentful of me because I'm a gypsy and I'm the most easily expellable person. Now, experience. think about what you I just said. Imagine having that feeling a million times a day. I do. Because you're going through these feelings all day long. They don't stop. And here's what pisses me off and what people don't understand, but I've had to take a step back and try to realize their position on it. And it's when people tell me to calm down when I'm having a bad moment don't tell me to calm down when i am now at a whole level where i can't even stop myself yeah, tell someone to calm down when they're not calm is probably like the worst thing you do exactly so like the I best said, thing you could do if they love you <laughs> is touch them because then it's just a direct I, energy transfer but it depends on who's touching me that's why i said if they love you it depends on if who's you're touching if you. you're in a bad state because of your sexual partner and they try to touch you it's a don't fucking touch me nigga yeah and like you know, you know that gentleman don't i'm to not touch her. that's not what i mean i'm saying when your daughter is upset <laughs> right. gentlemen when your son when your child exactly. is upset touch them hold them yes it's the best thing that you can do yes because the absence of that built you motherfucker i'm so emotional now i've been, I'm, i've always been an emotional person but i've never been more emotional now that i am in therapy and people say, well, see, that's why you beautiful. shouldn't go. Nah. I'm like, fuck you. It's Do you know how many times I cry a day and get over shit? Yeah, that, now that's the beauty. I can get train myself now how to fucking cry through that moment and be all right. Yo, I never used to cry. I went to a lot of funerals really young being an acolyte, so I was very acclimated with death. Mm -hmm. So, like, when a lot of people started dying as I got older... I didn't really cry and it used to really bother me. But once I started going to therapy, nigga, now I cry at everything. Yeah. I watch Moneyball and the part where he's in the car and he's riding and he listens to the radio and his daughter's singing and he start crying. Man, that should give me every fucking But time. you know why? It's because <laughs> you have a heart. You understand people. I can tap people. into the, yeah, to Men the are so, and this is why I asked you, do you feel like we're different because I'm a woman and you're a guy? Because I cry every day, you're right? You're the better version of me. And you're I 100% know different. a guy who feels like, I'm just a crybaby. Oh, like, crying. yo, you just cry about everything. Well, like, just calm down, pause, yo. Just pause. relax. There's nothing wrong with crying at whatever the fuck you cry at as long as you're not projecting that it's the fault of anyone else. Exactly. Because whether you're crying at something ugly or something beautiful, yo, all that crying means is that you were really feeling that emotion. You but know what I'm saying? Like, I, I used to get really realize... mad cry when I was a kid. I used to get really mad. Yeah, and that's I what I cry. I couldn't, like... Not cry when I was yeah. mad until like in sixth grade. I remember seeing yo. I swear to God, I'll never forget this shit. It was it was Hetty and it was another nigga and the nigga was like arguing with him, 
and he was sitting at the table, we was in Dougie, and the nigga sat at the table and he said, yo, but why is you crying? And I remember seeing that, mind you, this is the person I looked up to from the sixth fucking grade, you know what I'm saying? And I watched his composure in an argument, in a situation, and as a man, because I'm a man, you're a woman, it's mm-hmm. different. I don't advocate this for you. Mm-hmm. I actually advocate the opposite because that's what where your strength comes from. Mm-hmm. But as a man, your strength comes from your ability to not fucking do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, to not, anybody that was there that day will remember that day, like, what, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But after that, nigga... You could have made me cry for shit, nigga, because I, I recognize that as, like, yo, that's a form of weakness. Mm-hmm. If ever you're about to cry as a man, nigga, stop and keep yourself from crying. Look at, you just did some strong shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a tough thing. Now, if you could make that mental activity that occurred for you to stop yourself from crying and compartmentalize it and compress the time so that it happens instantly, you instantly become the master in any situation that threatens to emotionally upheave you. I did it earlier. Did you not notice? You heard my voice start to crack at a certain point, right? I, I watched you put yourself together. But what I had to do is I had to literally just collect myself, tell myself right. that I'm not they in that it. space. They because unfortunately with us sometimes, all right, so let's get back into the empath thing. So mm-hmm. I talked to my therapist about it, right? I'm like, yo, I feel like I'm an empath. This is the good thing about having a therapist. They're not, they don't say to you, you bugging why are you stupid why would you think that you're an empath like they don't do that they say all right why talk to me yeah so tell me why nobody in your life is asking you why you're thinking the way that you're thinking because as humans yeah and except (laughs) me because we go to therapy and we now have that training of ask this person why they're feeling but now you're in a whole list of problems because now you're the why person. I become now the why you, now, person now, for everything. Now you become the mirror to everyone's problems. And that nobody wants to look at their problems in the mirror, man. That's true. Nobody, So nobody really wants the why of shit. Mm. But the why is how you endure anyhow. Everybody just wants to how. Like, oh, what's going on, man? This shit going on. They're telling you how everything is fucked up. But you're like, why? Uh-huh. They don't really want to get to the bottom of it. They'll tell you more how. Yeah. And then he did this, girl. Yeah. And then he did, and then he did. Why? Yeah. Because the ultimate why of like anything, anybody doing anything to you right. is you allow it. Yeah. Now you can, now sometimes you have to ease that conversation. It has to take an hour for you to get there and right. tell your homegirl or right. homeboy like, yo, man, you, you chose this. You know what I'm saying? And, but but you then know you what? have, there's accountability. Mental friend. health does not want accountability. Yeah. And I'm that friend though. I'm that friend that's like, yo, either... You going to talk to me about some positive shit today or we really can't talk? Who are you going to talk today? Because... I'm becoming that person, 100%. I have to become that person. I have to protect my own energy. And that's something that I haven't done because I'm an empath. And I don't give... My therapist going to try to tell me I'm not. And I'm... I'm she's Good. bugging. Like, she's bugging. I'm an empath. I don't care. She's <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to say you're not. But I just feel like... You know, like, bro, you're not about to tell me I'm not an empath. She like, doesn't want to, she doesn't want you to, your therapist doesn't want you to identify with something that you may use as an emotional crutch. She does this to me all the time, too. She does this to me all the time because she's afraid that I'm I'm going to use things for emotional crutch. And I'm telling her, I'm not going to use it as an emotional crutch. If I can identify difference. with why something is happening, mm-hmm. I understand it better and I'm, beta, I'm I can overcome it a lot better. So basically, now, tell me I'm does, an empath. That's what she doesn't know about you. Is that, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? But, she but has she, to learn she, she me. Probably, you know, she y'all learn each other. That's the, that's the thing about And therapy. that's the thing about continuing with therapy because that person will get to learn you and, and will now know how to 
maneuver you and help you in those ways that you need to be helped. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to go to one therapy session and expect for things to be okay. No, they're not going to change that way. It doesn't That's work. That's why everybody like that. knocks therapy like, no, it doesn't work in one session. There's layers. It doesn't you work in one session because back. it doesn't work in one session, honestly, because you're a piece of shit. Don't you know what I'm saying? Guys. So you're not going to go there and do what you're supposed to do in the one <laughs> session. It's probably going to take you some time. Literally. But, you know what I'm saying? I just feel the L. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Ha! <laughs> Well, I got. I'm, like, gonna I'm some, a smoker, smoker. I'm gonna make some stronger ones soon. But these right here are like perfect for work. Like it, it'll be like literally like you just burnt the out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. You eat the whole thing. You know Yo, I took my weed. I thought I was coming into a school, so I took my weed out of here. I had all. I got my lighters. I had a. I had smoked on my way here. I had I this shit rolled. It Yo, I, I wanted to ask you, but I don't know if you want to be on here. Just what we're sounding like, and be honest with me. Don't lie. Do you think the way that we think or no? Okay, but I, I like think, to see other. Do you like I to see other people's perspective on how we talk? Um, to be honest, I like I do like the feedback, but at this point, like I tested ten points below genius in fourth grade. I like to use this podcast as a platform to say that. Um, so we should have said it on that. At this, no, at this, no, it's, it's recording again now. We're going oh, again. Relive. But at this point, I, I I just accept that like yo, people don't think like me because they don't think as fast as me. And because they don't think as fast as me and they haven't been as committed to thoughtfulness. Like, mm-hmm. I've been committed to thoughtfulness from my whole life just being Literally. in a Muslim household. You know what I'm saying? Like, think five times before you do this. Think five times before you do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yes. learning that sort of thing. So, I know that it's like Kobe said. You ever watch documentaries on Kobe Bryant? No. And he talks about when they say, yo, how are you better than everybody else? He says, everybody wakes up at six. I wake up at three. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I got a three-hour start head start on everybody. <laughs> After doing that every day... For a year, or it was more times working out, but the point is, after a year, you're a year ahead of everyone else. Yeah. As you keep doing that, you get years and years. So each year that I've gotten older, I've the, the, the chasm between me and motherfuckers on a wavelength as far as thought has gotten wider and wider. And that's why, like it's like Snoop says, yo, it's easier to come down. You could come down to a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I can jump in a conversation. We could talk about football, my nigga. Yeah. But these kind of conversations, I don't really like to have conversations about like consciousness or thoughtfulness anymore without people that are mentally acute because oh, you can't do they're that. not able to process things in a non-biased way. Mm-mm. I was prepared for you to be able to be a... You could have came in this motherfucker, a Trump supporter, Mm-mm. and we would have still been able to have the conversation because mm-hmm. we're both respect each other intellectually. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is important. But to be honest... And no, nigga, I ain't that interested in the fact that mm-hmm. motherfuckers don't think like me. Because I know that how I think is special, and I need to analyze that shit more. I, I'm just always curious to know if people think the way that I do. Only if you because, think not, be, not, because, you not think. because I need it for acceptance. <laughs> but I'm very curious. My friends will tell you, I ask drunk. a lot of questions. Yeah. Right? So if they bring someone around... This is how I learn. I ask questions. Like yeah. I sit back, I ask analyze, I let people talk, yeah. let people do their thing, and then once I'm warming up, you know what I mean, and I get a little bit, you know, you can fish around. That's the yo. Listen, I this is the thing. Once you get over yourself and how things should be, how the world should be treating you, this and the third, the flavor of life becomes the interactions that you have with others. Once you get over yourself, mm-hmm. you're less judgmental of others and you have less expectations, mm-hmm. not in a bad way, but I'm saying like you have less uh, 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 restrictive thought about what should be. Facts. So you encounter situations and you're able to actually fucking be present. And in the presence, nigga, 
there's presence. And you know, so it's, it's, it's crazy because learning how to be present has been the best fucking thing that I can do because I stress about, I stress out like, so right now I'm not stressed, but as you guys probably noticed, I keep looking at my phone, right? Cause I know I gotta be at work at four o'clock. So I'm like the latest I gotta leave is by three 30. I gotta make sure there ain't no trap, but you know what I'm saying? Like I overthink the stupidest shit. But if I, like I said, if I can talk myself out of the stress part, like, yo, you're going to be good. You're going to get to work on time. If you're going to be late, call. It's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've been looking at that shit like being present is the gift of life. And most people can't legit. appreciate the gift of life they because can't. they're too busy complaining about not mm-hmm. getting the party that they wanted. But Instead my nigga, it's your party. fucking birthday. Fuck the party. Yo, fuck the party. It's not about your fucking party. Let me tell you about what I posted for my birthday last year. So on okay. my for my birthday, I posted like, yo, I love birthdays, but I hate attention, right? So here's why, though. I love birthdays because I feel like people tell you why you're so important to them. And who doesn't love love, right? Who doesn't love the thought of being loved? So if you have the most closest people in your world telling you why you're so special to them, that shit makes you feel so good, right? I don't know about you, I'm not a big birthday guy. I've had a lot of shitty birthdays. Okay, so not maybe not everyone feels that way. But I'm Shane, a every day is I'm a every day is my well, birthday kind of nigga. Do you like your birthday? Are you a like a, I love my birthday kind of person? Yeah. I See, right? Birthday. Because who don't love their birthday? You feel so special on the day because it's yours, right? So imagine if we could train ourselves to feel like it's our birthday every day. It's ours. Imagine if you could wake up like tomorrow and be like, "Yo, it's my birthday. Mad people love me, yo. Like I could do this shit." Everybody who told me they loved me on August 15th, they still love me on August 16th. Mm-hmm. Or here's a trick to get out of depression. He shit. got tricks. If, he if think he, he got a, tricks. If you had a she birthday, guess what? You just set this in every day. No, And then you don't, don't become do such that. a bitch. And you'd be like, yo. Well, I mean, you can't accept it. It's up. No, I was only saying that to catch out what you were saying about, like, yo, it's my birthday every day. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck that. And listen, it's my birthday. <laughs> I don't care about the party. I don't care that I didn't have a party at all. I don't right. care that anybody showed up. Literally. I don't care that you people are shitty and don't care that it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday. <laughs> Literally. Like, I, I just want to start living my life like that. And that's why I said, like, some, some moves that I really want to make um, in the very near future are going to allow me to wake up every day and be like, this is what I've worked so hard for. This is why oh, I've struggled. This is why, you know what I'm saying? I'm not no... Goals are a big key to You have to have... Health. You know what? One of my one of my closest friends wrote down a, a, a goal list for the year 2019, DJ Juice. Mm-hmm. He wrote down a goal list. You know this man executed every goal? Those are the type of people I have conversations with in my life. Why? Because they're doing things. They're executing goals. I can't speak to a person and have a conversation with them if they're not focused on on the next way to be happy. Not even the next way how to make money because money is not the key to everything. You right. can have as much money as the world. You can be Robin Williams. Right? Right? Like, but what happened to Robin Williams? You can be all of these I amazing think people. Sexuality, right here, you think so? I'm just joking. I'm just look at like, look at him. This, this is what you about, said before. I'm not like Rob Williams. I don't got drunk. I'm in the edibles. I'm high. <laughs> 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 
Nah, but like it, it's it's. I mean, it's like a lot of celebrities have to do a lot of gay shit. So when I see celebrities kill themselves, I was like, yeah, you know, you compromised your man, nigga. You think so? <laughs> Hell yeah. Why though? Why do you think that that's that? Well, those are the rumors. <laughs> nah, but I mean, I mean, he had to wear a dress for Mrs. Doubtfire. But why man. does that? But that's acting. So. He acted that shit out in real life. I think that that sort of thing, like, people like to act like, yo, it's acting. Yeah. Man, that shit put you in direct conflict with childhood programming. You ain't supposed to wear no dress, nigga. Your daddy didn't told you not to wear no dress. I couldn't wear no dress, nigga. My grandpa wouldn't look at me right. So here's where we're about to disagree, but I'm excited to disagree with you. Let's talk talk about it. So, you think that exposing children to homosexuality as, as, uh, you know, a child or whatever makes... Is what can make so someone... I think it's wrong? No, no, no. Do you think that exposing a child to, to homosexuality on television is going to make a child gay? I think exposing a child to... I think what makes children gay is exposure to too much feminine energy with no masculine example. Mm. I think that's what makes... I have a gay cousin. I'm not disrespecting him in no way, shape, or form. I don't know his life. I would have to have to get him on the podcast to give his mm-hmm. reasoning for his lifestyle choices or mm-hmm. state of being or any of that. But to be honest, when I look at that, that's my closest example. And he missed the, the generation of, by the time like he was coming of age of a certain shit, his dad's health had started to decline. So he didn't get the same dad that me and his, well, his brother. And then I, I got, I kind of lived with him for a mm-hmm. while. So he didn't get the same like masculine energy. He was always with the girls. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, yeah, hell the fuck yeah. You watching all that gay shit on TV? Your kid gonna be doing some gay shit too. This is television programming. But do you It's a reason that they're programming all you motherfuckers to be gay. Nigga, they know that niggas is the niggas. Black people watching TV, man. Poor so then you definitely TV, don't believe man. in transgender. Poor, what? Like if he was born with like two dicks or some shit? I mean, no, like a dick two. and a pussy? No, no. Transgender. So you <laughs> identify, so you're born a male, but you identify as a woman. Like you you feel think I'm like, going to make a lot of people angry with that shit, but I think that shit is like a mental illness. Really? Yeah, man, that shit just... No, 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 but I'm just yeah, asking I because think, a lot think, of people do. I think that shit mental illness, man. You just want to be accepted, man. You just want you want to be special, man. Everybody want to be special, but you ain't got to be gay to do it. That's just how I feel, but it's a lot of people's easy mm-hmm. way. It's the easiest way to be special today. In today's society and culture, the easiest way to be special is to be gay because can't nobody attack you for it. I mean, you're still going to get, you know, just like being... Nigga, just take pride in being black. It's the right. same fucking thing. So no one likes you. So here's something that I will say, though, about what you just said, and it kind of made me think of something. A little and by no one, I mean America. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> when you just said, like, it's, it, it's easily to be accepted mm-hmm. if you do this now, right? So... Um, I think it's way harder to be... At this point, for some odd reason, it's way harder to be a heterosexual man than it is to be a gay nigga. I get it. You if know, you're why? in a family and you're growing people... up, you hear the women in your family praise gay men. And you hear them bash straight men. If you're going to church, the church is populated with gay fucking men. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, yo, that should be tricky. Nigga, be men. Be men to your sons, fathers. Cause, or else, he's gonna they're going to sit around and absorb the, inf- the, the male energy that they're supposed to get. is going to be coming from a dominantly female source. And it's going to make your sons effeminate. They're going to be emotional. They're going to battle depressions. Nigga, I'm a man. Depression is supposed to be a woman's thing because she's that rooted in her emotions. I'm logical. I'm supposed to know better. Nigga, I don't have the time to be depressed. Fuck is you talking about? 
You don't have the time to be depressed, brother. You's a black man in America. If you don't stand your ass up, fuck out of here. But. Or be gay. Oh, my gosh. They'll embrace that. And it's, and it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. <laughs> that was like the craziest thing. They're going to be like, yo, fuck him. Yo, they're going to say fuck yeah. you. But, I mean, that's how you feel. And that's the, that's the cool thing about talking to somebody who you can speak to that's open-minded. Because... Well, wow. I mean, we can debate it. I ain't dumb. Yeah, because I, yeah. I hundred percent disagree with most me. of the people I know that are most of the people I know that are like same sex lovers, whether that's male or women. Nigga, man, I could psychologically break down for you what happened. I mean, I think you think it's psychologically. Hit my blind. I could hit my. I could break down. To you. I know some of the stories. I can tell you exactly what I like. Like I feel like with my cousin. Like I said, he didn't get the male energy. He got the woman energy, and then. He was growing up in the 90s at a point in time where being gay was very vilified. So we vilified for him. We, I, we labeled him gay long before he even had the opportunity to be gay. So when he got older, he had nothing but to identify what the fuck he been called his whole life. When, mind you, when we're calling him gay and kicking him to the curb or whatever from our male activities, he's going to be embraced by the women. So he's going to be embraced by women with how he feels about himself. I would think I could be wrong. You know what I'm but saying? I, like I will. That, I will say that I could be wrong. But right. my nigga, I ain't dumb. But it's if not the that nigga, you're not dumb if, like either, I think, if he had more male influence, he wouldn't be gay. He'd be his brother. But that's not necessarily true, though, because you it's not because it's a certain percentage of all populists, even animals that do the weird shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. do people tell you look like ludicrous? Yes. Okay. I ludicrous Larry ludicrous Larry Fitzgerald Ty Dolla Sign and now what's the nigga name? Damn, I don't know, but all the people I get all the people for sure. Yeah, I definitely was like staring at you for a second, like this nigga kind of like ludicrous. I'm dumb comfortable on this couch as well, sorry. It is a nice couch. It's a nice, lovely couch. Yeah, she's listening to this shit. She's like, how big is this You touched on like the guys. So what happened to the girls? That's what I was going to say. The girls I was about to break it down to them. Man, girls, on at law of averages. This is not every case. This is not every Oh, situation. look at you. He trying to make law. sure he get his stuff. Because <laughs> you know I'm about to come at that I don't give a fuck how niggas feel. I, I don't want women to hate me. I was a girl for three years. I don't, I don't want women to hate me. You know what I'm saying? But no, we're not going to hate in you. In the law of averages, I say most of the women that are identifying with being gay are only gay because they were sexually um, assaulted at a young age. They were burnt by a nigga and they caught a sexually transmitted disease at some point. Oh my gosh. Or they were just really scorned by a man. You know what I'm saying? Like they were really, they put their trust in a man and the man let them down. So now they're just like, yo, fuck it. I'm gonna just fuck with bitch. Yeah. But to be honest, none of those three reasons are the genuine, you know what I'm saying, attraction level reason for being gay. And I think that those are 70 to 80% for the highest of the, percentage. Yeah, I think 70 to 80% of girls that are gay are gay for gay. <coughs> one of those three reasons. Okay, it's so... Of, ultimately, they're gay because a man hurt them. Uh, no. Uh, I started to date a woman at 16. I was with her for three years, and I fell in love with her because of who she was as a person and how she yes. treated me. I don't fall, I don't love anybody, so I'm very... Um, I'm very. I don't know how to. I don't know how to identify because well, I don't I know whether I identify as bisexual or straight. I can say that, though. Because all women are somewhat gay. All women, y'all have to be someone. We gay. are automatically attracted 
because y'all females are, the, are yeah y'all the, attracted to females. That's yeah, just like the yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. Y'all women life. are the epitome, the embodiment See, of beauty I'm on not, earth. I'm usually, so they I have to really recognize it in others. I usually, I'm like, I don't really fuck with you like that. <laughs> but I'm a person that's like, if you love me, then I love you too. But I gotta really feel that shit from you. Like I don't, I, I just, I, I go off I'm of energy and I get pissed because I be trying to tell somebody like, yo. Just now, recently, with some business ventures, I, I don't know, I feel like my other two business partners are not as, ex- not that they're not ex- as excited, but I feel like they may be a little bit less trusting in the moves that we want to make. But for me, I'm like, yo, I feel this bitch's energy, and I feel like we about to make boss-ass moves, let's do it. Are y'all, I, are y'all friends outside of this business venture? Yeah. Like, y'all all love each other? Like, you you will openly say, like, I love them, I love them. The only reason, yeah. Okay. That's your problem. It's your problem? In what way? The whole shit. You want them to match your energy, right? Nobody can match your energy. Nigga, you're special. This is what the fuck I'm telling you. Uh, Nobody can match your energy. So buckle up and do the extra work. That's your job. That's your job now. Because you can see yo. the way. You're like, yo, this shit could work if... Yo, if I get 33% and you get 33% That's and you get 33%, what I do all fucking yo, night, listen, yo. yo, we could boss up and this shit could ball. But the truth is, nigga, you're smart enough to recognize she's only giving 12. She's only going to give 20, nigga. You got to fill that other shit in if you want it to work. Yo, I'm about... Yo, day, I'm going to say this to you right now. <laughs> Yo, we got to listen to this shit back. <laughs> nah, <laughs> fuck this shit because I'm so tired of the way that the world is... No, nah, I'm not tired because it's really working out well. But because of it's what you just said, it's easier to adapt yourself, though, than just... to force others to adapt. Yeah, to I don't know. should be. Should is like the death of mad shit that could be beautiful. The should. Yo, you should. Yo, you should. No, nigga, if you feel it like it is a need... Enough that you could recognize and recognize it to delegate it, nigga. Then your ass should do it. Any should should be met by you. Everything else should be you playing chess. It should be you smart enough to know, yo, this person is only good for this. This person is only good for this. I'm only gonna use them in this way. I'm only gonna not use, but utilize them in this way. That way, it's beneficial to the whole. And I have no room to become resentful, which is why most group projects fail. Because people within the group get resentful of others in the group because others committed actions or lack thereof that didn't meet the expectations of others in the group. And it really make you feel away and you feel resentful. And then you can't share a space, let alone execute an idea with a motherfucker that you resent. And that's why I say, I'm like, yo, do you love them? Do you love them? Yeah, fuck it, do that shit. Because that dude, take a mother's love approach to it. The mom don't give a fuck you getting all Fs, nigga. She know you can't not have name brand shoes. She's still going to get you them Jordans for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yo, badass. Right, bad. You know where they shortcomings is. It's okay. Because you know what their, what their strengths are. Yeah. And their strengths is what make them beautiful. The strength is what give them the value. You don't have nothing to do with their weaknesses. You don't need them. Navigate yourself in a way that you don't have to even be subject to them. You wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't expect you to do no shit that you ain't gonna do. I ain't even mad. 
I'm, I, I, you know, I, I, I got to get in the mirror and say to myself, yo, you got to pick up this extra 20%. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's something that you got to muster up. And that becomes your battle every day. Especially, well, what I'm saying, when, when you're within the confines of, like, group economics and, and shit like that. Yeah. But that is life. Yeah. You could struggle to be miserable. You could struggle to, like, evolve. That's the evolution. And it's going to always evolve you. It's going to always make you better. Now, what'll happen is you'll either pick up so much slack that y'all will have success. Mm-hmm. And then you can reassess and build a more successful model based on the fact that you put in the most work. Right. Or you put in so much work that it won't feel worth it. Yeah. And then you'll recognize, well, there may be something else for you to do that would more yield you a ROI on the effort, time, energy, money, sacrifice that you're willing to do for something. Now, when you're going through the whole thing with that attitude, guess what? No matter, it don't even matter where the fuck you end up. You be all right. Yeah. You be all right because mentally you be all right no matter where you end up physically. I'm Men just ready to make some boss-ass moves, and I feel like, you know how, like, I just feel like everyone that's close to me who, who matches my energy is saying the same things that I'm not, as that I'm feeling. Like, were you at Ron's Saturday? I'm sorry, I be high, girl. Yeah, you were around. So, funny. so he stood up and he said, "I feel like there's a shift." Okay. And somebody on the couch was like, "There's a shift in the energy or something," and I'm like, "Yo, that's so fucking crazy," because I've been saying this for so long. I've been like, "Yo, I've we've had the shittiest last year and a half." I feel like so many people have. And I'm like, finally, there's a shift, and I don't know why our higher power, our higher power, isn't waiting for 2020. I don't know if this is if there's a reason behind why it's happening right now instead of waiting. But you know how they always say like, oh, everybody, yeah, how they say like, um, how they say like, you know how you want to wait till Monday to start Mm -hmm. losing weight, Mm -hmm. or you want to do this to start doing like the time is now, and I feel like this is the higher powers. Best way of showing me that the time is right now. Yeah, because like stop season. waiting to January first. Yeah. Why are you waiting for what? Anybody that feel like that is gonna be okay in twenty twenty. Everybody who feels like that and is not acting on it is gonna be regretful in twenty twenty. Everybody that doesn't even feel the shift, y'all just gonna be in a, Yo, a loop of two thousand nineteen. If you don't feel the shift, I feel like you about to miss the train. You're gonna be in a loop of two thousand. Like get your shit together. That's type also of a, shit a conversation type. I was supposed to have with my homegirl Malay, and I was like, "Yo, I believe that sixty percent of people don't have souls, though." So a lot yeah, of us, a lot I of agree. people, like you know what I'm saying, you, said, Yo, you don't feel the shit. That, like, yeah, Yo, you don't feel the paradigm shit these days. Right, you know I, like, I agree with you on that. Like sixty percent of people probably don't have souls because I, I think they're just hollow. They're they're hollow as fuck. Because you're not gonna tell me they're vessels that for spirits. this person has a heart. They're vessels for spirits, man. That's what, and that's why when they do shit and they do things and people they become a shit, whole different person. Man, man, look at all them white boy killers. Does that make man. sense to you, Shay? Them white boy killers. Do you think, does that make sense look to you? Them white like, boys that shoot whole schools and shit. You think this nigga got a not soul? even not even to that degree? But have you ever fucked with a nigga? And Come on, you know this is what that everybody that really wants. They do. Nah, fat yo. I'm about to, and I'm not even. Cause, Come on, though. And I'm not, not even, even saying this even. like if I've talked to somebody before or if I've been in a relationship with you before. You happen to hear this? Don't think this is specifically about you. Have you ever dealt with a nigga before? She's just bringing the shoes out. She don't know. Just, I'm just here. saying. <laughs> dealt with a nigga who you felt couldn't match your energy, so they were a bit envious of you. Yeah. 
Y'all black women. Listen. Sixty-five to seventy percent of the niggas y'all deal with oh, gonna feel like that. And here's what I'm saying. I feel a shift in the energy around certain people, right? It's not everybody. It's just around certain people. And it's all happening at one time. Mm -hmm. And it's happening at the same time where my life is also shifting. So I'm like, what could that possibly mean besides it's time to shake off some of the energy that these people... Definitely good to drop them dead leaves in the fall. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you, you also change as a person like every five years. I agree with that as well. Like that but so even physically, your body changes shit. every seven years. Saying. You know what I'm so saying? Like do, you're do a shift. I'm anyway. do a shift, and I feel like you know how people say like, oh, you reach a certain age. Thirty for me, I turned I'm thirty August fifteenth. Ever since August fifteenth, my life has shifted. Here's the thing: I think thirty is the year that brings perspective. It definitely brings because perspective. in ancient times, thirty your thirties is when most people are dying. They don't really live beyond that. Um, that's because the animal planet of life wouldn't allow it. But it brings a perspective because in your first ten years, it's all programming. Life is so new; you're just discovering what it is. Yeah, like the what second is this? ten years, you're uh, fucking up. Just exploring some. Nah, you're just kind of exploring some of the, the freedoms of it. I was fucking up. But all right, well, fucking up. But then I would say, then in your twenties, which is your third ten years. That's why I would consider like most people are just fucking up because they're understanding. But once you reach thirty, you <coughs> oh, so you feel like this at is thirty life. is kind of where you. No, I feel like at thirty is when the when the thoughtfulness should kick in. That oh yo, it could be your twenties for the rest of your life. Mm. If you don't change something, once you hit thirty, if you don't change shit, it will. And by your twenties, I don't mean like all the partying this out there. I mean the emotion, what you felt emotionally during your twenties. You will be on that loop for the rest of your life if you don't change shit in your thirties. Mm. I think. Facts. I do believe that one hundred. I agree. I, I agree 100%. with that because you spent so much time programming without knowing because you were just trying to see what life was. Yeah. So it's like the programming that you got wasn't necessarily the programming that you yourself would choose. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But you're not. It's not until you're thirty that you recognize that yo, you really have choice over control over the programming. Mm-hmm. When you're in your twenties, nigga, nigga, what? Nigga, do something. You're going to do something right back <coughs> just because, nigga, you can't not do something. You know what I'm saying? When you're 30, you like, you did what? The who? Damn. That's unfortunate. Yeah, you know what yo, I'm saying? I never and really you, thought about it like that, but I feel you when you say it, you're going to get stuck in that loop if you don't change right now. Yeah. Think about how many motherfuckers you know at 30, but this nigga really 19. He's still exactly where he was mentally at 19. Yo, and that's what I'm saying when I'm talking about these niggas. Yeah, like y'all like just not y'all including you but no when you say y'all I assume the law of averages so I take no offense no it's just averages. like there's not too many motivated men that are on this wavelength they don't know that they're supposed to be look at the program I don't think they knows there is one look at the programming the programming is all nigga camera I gave it to niggas in the early 2090s niggas it's all sports drugs entertainment so you got to think, in the law of averages, sports, drugs, entertainment. If he's not successful in one of these, he's fucking depressed. Facts. The successful drug dealers, you know, they're not really depressed. They've accepted life as it is, the drugs, the risk, all that shit. They're, they're pretty all right. They right. Don't, even look at how they feel. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they don't deal with depressing shit all the time. Right. Because they do. But as far as like being accepting of their life, mm-hmm. they're okay. The niggas that played sports that failed found something else. They had to. They usually had kids. 
you know what I'm saying, or something like that, who are, they're very oriented with their kids, or shit like that, or the, the nigga, like, when dreams die, a lot of times, you die, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, so they became new people, and entertainment, you got niggas that's still in their 40 trying to rap, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta have something to edify you. It, but the, but this is but the programming that we passion. Received. So I I I I don't know. Yeah, but I'm you only bit. got the passions you got because these was the options that was laid out for us. We didn't have no other options. I feel Nig- like as long as you got your your bills is paid, you doing what you gotta do. If you're trying to still work on your career. At- Forty years old. Not, I'm, I'm like I said, it's kid for that. bills is paid for because there's want. some forty year olds out here who got five, ten kids that they can't no, take no, care no, no. of and living in their girlfriend's house and Please, want to be a rapper. Me, no, 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 don't get me, don't get me wrong at all. All of those examples I gave are great examples. <laughs> like I know niggas that do sports work with kids. Nigga, they're changing the world mm-hmm. to me. It's fully edified. They're not in the NFL, but that's a football dream or some shit like that. That's that's. Oh, incredibly beautiful. And this niggas that are still rapping that, you know what I mean? Who's to say he won't be two chains next year? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a knocking that either because I know the, the edification that comes from self expression. You know what I'm saying? You know what's so, crazy about two chains? I just said I wanted to smoke with him. I definitely this morning. This morning, I said it. I was literally on FaceTime smoking with one of my homeboys, and I'm like, I'll yo. smoke with that nigga. Look at it. I said, yo, I want to smoke with 2 Chainz. He's like, I want to smoke with Snoop. I'm like, no, fuck Snoop. He too, he a little older. He got a different generation. 2 Chainz, he, he a little, I can rock with 2 Chainz. You know what I'm saying? I feel I like I could. I with Snoop. I have mad questions. I have more questions for Snoop than I have for 2 Chainz. Really? Yeah. I think I would. I, I would ask Snoop a bunch of I don't oh, know. Ask, I watch a lot of interviews in, and, in a very in a very constructive way because I know that he doesn't get into the negativity. I would ask Snoop a bunch of street shit and how to navigate a bunch of certain yeah. shit in a street way. As far as like two chains, I would just deal with that nigga off of vibes. Whatever the vibe was, his I'd be vibe like, is shit crazy. Up, I know it is. In a bag, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm gonna pitch some ideas to this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna tell this nigga everything I do. He gonna be like, "Well, shit, you at least gotta draw me at." Uh, he gonna be like, you at least gotta animate me a video. I want my own cartoon video. Thanks. And I'm gonna be like, yo, change. I know you got the bag. Throw it. He gonna throw the bag on the table, and I'm gonna be like, shit. All right, well, I see y'all <laughs> niggas in two months. I'm literally going to lock up in somebody's house, and this is what I'm doing every day for the next two months until this nigga's video is complete. And you know what I mean? I definitely believe that shit. One hundred. It but can Snoop, happen. I, add, I feel like I would ask Snoop, man, life shit, like, bro, like, how did you? I would ask Snoop some shit like, how do you transition beyond negativity and still maintain the ability to influence it? And by that, I would say like, because Snoop is a crib, he's, you know what I'm saying, but he's Snoop, he's, you know, he's Mr. Positivity. And he is. I emulate he myself is. a lot off of yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? But I know for a fact, nigga, this podcast, if I had six figures, every nigga I know would listen to this podcast. Oh, of course. Just like my radio really show. I'm not talking about the world. I'm not saying it'll be a super successful podcast, but I'm saying just the support of the motherfuckers that I really want to influence, it would 100% influence because they would already be in follower mindset. You know what I'm saying? Just so like I know that, but I, I would be asking him how to do that without, you know what I'm saying? Like without that having means, to buy it. Yeah. Because well, essentially that's like, you're buying the attention. Like if I go and buy a Rolex and Niggas like, yo, okay, so he's either back robbing niggas again or he's getting money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's either or, but I would command the attention. Yeah. Then it's like, yo, what, what, what are you talking about these days? You see, yo, you chopped up with him. I burnt the L with him, man. That nigga was telling me, 
chase my dreams and I could do it. He helped me lay out a blueprint. He even gave me some phone numbers and some people to call. He's, yo, that nigga, yo, he's like the Black Hey Arnold, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's really a, another a person that I just modeled myself after yeah. being. I think that, man, that shit possible, man. I don't even know where the fuck is I was possible. going with all of that. I'm high. High as a motherfucker. I don't know if the edible kicked in, the blunts kicked in. Uh, it's a vibe. Vibe contribute a lot to that. Sometimes when you smoke with people, you don't get high. It's not that the weed is bad, yo. It's that there's just mad tension beneath the surface. Facts. And people don't understand that. Oh, you ruining my high? Like, nah, you not about to ruin my high. Like, blow my shit. Just shut up. Some people, it needs to be people sometimes. Please don't blow my high. We're going to call this episode, please don't blow my high. <laughs> Yo, I love y'all. If you relate, we related. I've been here with the great Sherelle Willis and Shay Nice. Right.